Mic check, mic check. Where the fuck is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Go ahead and get this turned down a little bit. Alright, here we go. Hey, what's going on everybody? It's your boy A-Double. <clears throat> Excuse me, sound like I'm going through puberty. Uh, it's your boy A-Double and you're now tuned into another episode of Do-Rags and Boat Shoes. So, uh, first things first, I just wanted to shout out everybody, you know, who showed me love, you know, retweets. Um, sharing the podcast on their social media and everything like that. Um, I'm trying to cover all platforms, you know, for my Android people. You know, you still can listen on SoundCloud and also, um, Do Rags and Boat Shoes is now up on Stitcher. So make sure you download that Stitcher app. And as for Apple and Android users, make sure you go ahead and download that. It got a whole you know, smorgasbord uh, full of podcasts and things like that. You still can download on iTunes. You know, I'm still up on SoundCloud, so I'm just trying to expand my horizons. If I could put it up on Linux, I would do that also. So I don't know if Stitcher's available on um, Windows-powered phones and tablets, but uh, you guys still can check out SoundCloud. That's pretty much covering everything for me. So... Let's just uh, go ahead and start throwing stuff up on that Summer Jam screen, you know, see what gets our attention. And the first thing I'm going to do is, um, real brief, it's going to be kind of a light show today. A little bit, you know, try not to be too heavy on y'all today. Um, But first things first, just get the bullshit out the way. I want to, you know, shout out everybody at the Labor Day Parade that was held downtown and uh, our mayor, Mean Gene Stother, was a part of. And uh, shout out to the people who had the float um, All Lives Matter and had the little Hispanic kids or Indian kids. I don't know. They weren't white kids holding up the All Lives Matter sign. We get it. All Lives Matter except black ones. And you want to keep it that way. But shout out to y'all and uh, keep doing your thing. You know, keep promoting, you know, what you want to promote and uh, keep promoting justice and equality in the capitalistic system uh, society. And that's really not going to work. Somebody needs to be on the bottom, and y'all already establishing that uh, black folks need to be on the bottom. So shout out to y'all and holding up that All Lives Matter sign and whoever came up with that float idea. So speaking of Omaha, I want to put a brother up on that Summer Jam screen. Uh, A brother named Tim Christian. He runs a company called Night Fox Entertainment. Um, He has one. uh, It's located down in the old market off of uh, 13th and Farnham. And he also has, uh, that's where the headquarters is at for the uh, entertainment and production and uh, finance company for films is located. That's the headquarters. And he also has an office out in uh, in California. So I was reading Omaha Magazine. I subscribed to it. You know, I I love everything about my city except for the bullshit. So I was reading about this brother in there and I figured I have to put him in the podcast. Um, like I said, the company that he runs is Night Fox Entertainment, and it's a production and finance company for films. And his brother is pretty much doing it pretty big. He just uh, 
you know, financed a $10 million film uh, called Z for Zachariah, which is a, a post-apocalyptic uh, movie uh, starring uh, the brother uh, Edgewafer, you know, from 12 Years a Slave and uh, uh, Chris Pine. Uh, it's, a, it's a drama, uh, pretty much uh, like the last, it's like just three people in the film. I forgot the lady's name, but it's a post apocalyptic film. Um, from what I'm hearing, it's really good. My lady just uh, downloaded it, you know, rented it off of iTunes. She really liked it a lot. Um, it's getting great reviews. Personally, I didn't watch it just because, you know, when she rented it, it was my bedtime. You know, I know I got to be up before the sun come up for work. And uh, she really, she really enjoyed it and said that I need to watch it. Um, I really don't like desolate films like that, but she said I would really enjoy it. So I'll probably uh, throw another, you know, five bucks to iTunes and uh, peep it out for myself to see how it is. But uh, like I said, the brother runs Night Fox Entertainment and, you know, they finance films and they uh, produce films. And he's also working on another film called Headlock um, starring, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh my goodness! It's uh starring uh, uh Andy Garcia, so uh, that's a thriller that's coming out, being produced by this brother's uh company. And just reading the article in the Omaha magazine, uh, his main goal, he said he really wanted to be headquartered here, and he wants to bring films here, you know, to create jobs, you know, for uh, the people of Omaha and in the state of Nebraska. So just shout out to that brother, you know. Make sure y'all follow him on Twitter at I am Tim Christian. Um, just doing it real big. Uh, I really want people, you know, to kind of, you know, follow his next moves and uh, see what he's doing. Because a lot of times, you know, uh, black folks love to complain about black folks not doing shit in Omaha when they can be the change. You know, this brother went off, did his thing outside of Omaha, you know, outside of Nebraska, came back and established a company. And now he's moving to, towards creating jobs. So Omaha isn't just a crab in a barrel you know society you know too many black folks always running around talking about hey nobody doing this we is our own worst enemy and blah 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 and all this other shit but shout out to this brother you know for doing something big um just doing this thing um and if you guys guys get a chance make sure you check out that night fox entertainment make sure you download z for zacharias off of, up on the itunes store or i think it's going to have a theatrical release too i think it was one of those movies you know how apple does it you know where you can download it the same day that it comes out in theaters so if you get a chance go ahead and make sure you support that brother and peep the film i mean from what i'm hearing like great reviews like i said my lady loved it and you know keep supporting his brother and you know let's just keep you know sending positive energy his way and you know shout out to him for you know coming back here and creating something you know a lot of times people leave and that's it and people you know we love seeing people leave and make it that's the good thing about Omaha, but even greater is somebody leaving, coming back and creating something, you know, leaving, learning game from, you know, big Hollywood execs and things like that. And so with his company, you know, like I said, it's a production company and a finance company that helps finance films. And he says what gives him an edge is uh, one, that it's in Nebraska, you know, because a lot of people try to shop their films, you know, on the coast. So it gives him a chance to uh, find those kind of hidden gems, 
and you know investors like that you know movies that haven't been shopped up and down the east and west coast and then you know him just being a nebraskan you know being straightforward and being honest you know a lot of times we are honest we ain't trying to swindle nobody you know we shoot straight from the hip and you know we uh we speak from the heart so again uh make sure you follow his entertainment company on twitter at night fox ent and follow him on twitter at i am tim christian so again big shout out to that brother keep doing your thing um keep it moving keep it pushing keep thriving and keep inspiring these little black boys and girls and even the older folks here you know i know a lot of people are trying to break into the entertainment business here and things of that sort so i mean he's just showing that you can and as long as he keeps doing his thing and you keep supporting him he's going to create opportunities for you you know to get your foot in the door and for other people you know to maybe come here and will come here and you know start start a production companies where you can start up your own and uh you know omaha be booming you know so it's a great economy here and uh you know he's just showing that you can make it in the entertainment industry in a city like omaha it's a big city with a small town you know mentality so again shout out to that brother keep doing your thing and make sure you guys pick up that omaha magazine if i ain't said it again and just check out and support his films all right all right so that's gonna be it for you know placing stuff up on that summer jam screen uh i know there's been a lot going on in the news and things of that sort but i really wanted to keep it kind of light uh this week for this episode um just give you a kind of a break i know it can be taxing on the mental um you know always uh speaking on you know social issues that's going on and you know things that oppress us so i'm just going to move on to uh selling hope like dope and uh this this is a major dope pusher right here you know a major hope pusher i should say you know uh the uh lgbtq community i believe i said that right uh you know was all down and you know supporting uh caitlin jenner and he was embracing you know all the support he was getting uh but he was just on ellen and the clip is floating around on the web uh, of Bruce or Caitlin, however you want to call him, um, and she asked him, you know, his stance on gay marriage, and you know, he goes off uh, speaking about that he's still, you know, a, a conservative and a Republican. And Ellen brought up some good points. A lot of them wouldn't support his lifestyle, and he said he knows. And she asked him about gay marriage, and he goes off talk trying to, well, he's trying to backpedal, uh, speaking on that he's a traditionalist. He's older than you know a lot of the other people and uh he likes tradition and so what he was really getting at is he believes marriage is between a man and a woman so that's just kind of odd coming from somebody who felt like a woman their whole life and is becoming transgender making this transition into becoming a woman and he's a man so the thing is now you know ellen kind of you know uh you know she was she was holding her own you know she rides for her community as she should and she was asking him you know what what kind of person is he going to date you know a man or woman he really wouldn't hint at that or say anything but uh then he kind of backpedaled and said that he will you know he's not going to stand in the way of anybody's happiness because it's the law of the land now what would have been interesting is if obama and the supreme court you know, did, you know, didn't push through the uh, the uh, gay marriage situation. Um, would he 
you know, still have that stance. And it's kind of odd. Well, I, I don't think it's odd. Um, that a transgender, I'm gonna tell you why I don't think it's odd, but why a transgender, uh, man into a woman would not support, you know, gay marriage just because of it's not, it's not in the same boat, but at the same time, it's an, it's an identity, it's not an identity. What's, identity issue you know being accepted and things of that sort and being an outcast from quote-unquote traditional american society um so i just i really want to know how you know the lgbtq community feels about this um as far as you know uh caitlin slash bruce jenner you know still being on the fence about gay marriages i find it odd but at the same time, I remember reading an article about uh, racism in the gay community, about how black men were uh, catching, you know, hell from gay white men, you know, at you know gay clubs and gay dating, you know, only been only being used as a mandingo or a black buck, you know, only being used for sex, which a lot of, you know, brothers and straight relationships are only being used for sex, you know, with. You know, some of these uh, white women or women of different races. So, you know, we always get the stigma with the best in bed, dicks hang lower and all this other stuff. So, I mean, gay black men was facing the same issue. And I just I guess I was just under the notion that there couldn't be any kind of discriminatory, you know, um, behaviors in that kind of community, in the gay community, in the lesbian community, transgender community, bisexual um, and uh, queer community. So it was very interesting. I want to I really want to know how those people feel about uh, Bruce Bruce Jenner's uh, comments like that, because it's like, OK, you got the support of these people. But now you're just kind of, you know, pushing them off to the side like, well, I don't really support what y'all do. You know, marriage is between a man and woman. And I know he kind of said it was 20 years ago. He he had that feeling. But the vibe that he gave in that interview was like he still kind of feels like that. And if it wasn't the law of the land, what would his mindset be? So, I mean, that just kind of reminds me of, you know, uh, when politicians come into the hood, you know, or to black neighborhoods and they, you know, uh, they want that black vote and they, you know, make all these promises and then we rally behind them and then, you know, they get to where they need to be and it's like, oh, nope, can't help you, you know. So it's a situation where you really have to know when you're when you're riding for somebody so hard, you have to know their stance and if you're riding for them. Is that going to benefit them or is it benefiting you or is it beneficial to everybody? And it should be the latter. It should be beneficial to everybody. I'm not saying it should be, you know, you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. But we know how America works. One hand wash the other. Both of them wash the face. face. So just something to think about. Um, you can check out the uh, the clip that he had, uh, the Bruce Jenner, uh, she, Caitlyn Jenner. I'm sorry. I'm still calling him Bruce. But uh what she has on the the ella interview it's floating around all over the web but i saw it and then i was just like how the hell you got the the gall the audacity to to say that you're a traditionalist but here you are you was a grown man you know in your 60s you know transitioning into a woman said you felt like that your whole life and you still like women but you don't support the community that supports you and that embraced you before anybody else before america did but now since america is embracing you you're kind of going back to your old you know conservative white man roots so 
you you really you really out there selling sold some hope like some dope dudes. So I mean I don't know if them Kardashians brainwashed you or what, but uh you know hey do your thing. Like I said, members of the you know the uh, LGBTQ community, you know let me know what you think about it. Cause like I said, I think it's odd. I feel like it's he kind of stabbed you guys in the back. You know uh, being on the fence about gay marriage. You know so. That's really all I got to say about uh, selling that hope like dope. All right, so we're going to move on to uh, Hope is Ale. And uh, this is for the internet gangsters, um, you know, the people that just love to, you know, get crazy and talk on that keyboard. Like people can't hunt down their, uh, you know, their internet uh, address and uh, get their own address and come to their front door. Uh, Meek Mill, he uh, posted a uh, Instagram uh, long rant, and he had some inspiring words from Jay Z. And uh, Hove said this, and it uh, it really kind of hit the nail in the head because this is how this is how I kind of feel about social media. Also, even though I'm always on it, but if you know me in person, I always speak my mind anyway. So uh, Meek said that Jay Z once told me uh, this social media world was created for people. They wouldn't even speak if they were present, if they wasn't present. Uh, for people that were scared to approach a male or female, hold a conversation if they wanted to get a number or ask to go on a date. He also said you can't speak the truth on here because this is the fake people world and they're going to hate you for that. People are in love with this lifestyle more than people. So uh, I, I really I, I really do get it because when I started um, you know, being on social media, I think we all kind of started this way, uh, way back in the, you know, Black Planet, uh, MySpace days. Um, somebody, you know, would send you a message or something, and you, you kind of took it the wrong way. Like, what the fuck you mean by that? And uh, nowadays, I mean, it's, it's, it's celebrated to talk crazy in somebody's comments, you know, mentions or uh, or DMs, you know, direct messages or private messages. And it shouldn't be celebrated because a lot of the time those those people that's talking crazy, you know, are the ones that you see face to face. And they're, they always hit you with, oh, it's just Facebook. Oh, it's just Instagram. Oh, it's just it's just Twitter. It's, it's, it ain't no big deal like that. But, you know, this person is talking crazy about you and your family or talking crazy about your character for a few, you know, laughs, favorites and RTs, retweets, you know. So I really understand where Jay was coming from. Uh, social media is very powerful. I feel like people who are who are, who have a brand, you know, already established, and who are in the entertainment world and in the you know and are politicians and uh, things of that sort, should have a social media manager because a lot of the times you can't stick your foot in your mouth. Uh, you can't get into it with a troll or just somebody who ain't got shit to lose. Somebody looking for a come up. You know, a lot of people are on social media, you know, trying to get more followers, trying to get, you know, uh, more likes and things of that sort. And they ain't trying to turn them followers into dollars at all. They ain't trying to make a dime. They just want, you know, a bunch of attention that they're not getting in the real world, which is sad. You know, you got to go out there and mingle, be somebody greatest. I mean, that's why Instagram is created. You know, you got people sitting at home liking pictures of you out living, you know, out doing your thing. And um, it's, it's really disturbing just how people get so wrapped up in this. You know, you should be able to walk away from any social media account, you know, at the drop of a dime, you know, just like they said in Heat. 
you know, you should be able to walk away from something, you know, if you're about that life, you know, very quickly. So, I understand where Jay was coming from. Um, I understood Meek Mill's post. And another thing that I really wanted to touch on, so internet trolls, internet gangsters, you know, hold this L because, you know, a lot of times what's crazy about it, though, is people are threatening your damn life on social media and you go see that person and then next thing you know you catching a charge and you can beat the hell out of somebody because they you know put some gun emojis talking about they'll murder you and your family and your mama you know and you went and seen that person you lay hands on them you know you go see them you don't even say nothing you just start throwing them hands and putting that boot to the face so you guys got to be careful all my real folks out there you got to be careful about that you know I know you really got to have a, you know, a tough, you know, a, a tough social media armor on, you know, when people talking crazy to you online. I don't know how these athletes do it because, I mean, folks be talking straight up crazy. And then, but anyways, just speaking of Meek Mill, I really wanted to talk about how normal nigga rap is just ruling hip hop right now. And uh, it's just just thinking back to, you know, the Meek Mill and Drake situation like Drake is is the ultimate less than average Negro, you know, when it comes to rap. Like you listen to his stories, he's always boohooing about some girl in his past that wasn't there for him. You know, they did him dirtball and all this other corny shit. And you look at his home videos, dude was just a cornball suburban mixed kid. But what really made him thrive and come to the forefront is there's so many average folks out there and the, when hip-hop there was a changing of the guard and this goes back to when the graduation dropped and 50 and kanye had that battle for who could sell the most records even though they both were in on it but kanye ended up winning and it just kind of that tide turned for normal, regular ass niggas to tell their stories and to be bigged up instead of the street dude or instead of the street poets, you know, the guys who watched everything and witnessed everything happen. So now you got all these weirdos running rap now. I'm not going to call them weirdos, but just regular ass people running rap now. And it just, and I was thinking about this and I was having a conversation with a coworker about this uh, last week. And it just amazes me how there needs to be. I feel like there needs to be another changing of the guard right now, because right now everybody is just kind of kind of doing their own thing. And it's just, you know, just regular folks running rap right now. Like you look who's at the top right now. You look at, you know, somebody like Drake, you know, who who combines the suburbs and kind of. I'm not even going to say the hood, but it's just suburb rap. That's all it is. But he's black, so black folks, you know, support him, you know. And, uh, you know, he can he can at times make a hot song. But, you know, the content of those songs is just, you know, very, very, very below average Negro crying over a female shit. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, you know, shout out to, you know, Rick Ross. He just dropped that mixtape, that Black Dollar. I mean, he's still keeping that drug dealer czar rap, you know, prevalent. So whenever I need that fix, which is all the time, I listen to, you know, Ross and, the, you know, the locks. They keep pumping shit out left and right. Shout out to Styles, shout out to Kiss, you know, shout out to Sheik Looch. So they keep pumping out stuff. But I feel like there just needs to be a major change in events 
Like, I, I really, I don't know if it's just the old head in me, but I really want to see that street hop come back. You know, that real gutter, grimy rap come back. You know, I'm tired of everybody, you know, being on drugs, sniffing cocaine and, you know, popping molly and, you know, having sex with these Instagram models with all these fake ass shots. I get tired of hearing that type of rap. You know, I want to... I want to hear about them streets, I want to hear some gunplay, you know, I want to hear something just super duper ignorant, you know, something super ignorant and something with a social message, a, a social conscious message, like I miss that hip hop where, you know, people are talking about running that street life, but you shouldn't do it, and then, you know, throwing rocks at the pen just for the love and all that kind of shit like that, so... I feel like there needs to be a very major event, and I feel like that Meek Mill and that Drake shit, that could have been the changing of the guard if Meek just, you know, would have went in and just listened to old Drake records and pulled up old home videos and put his ass up on that Summer Jam screen, because I mean, really all Drake did was kind of use Nicki Minaj as a, you know, as, as the punchline for her, for her, you know, you know, boss bitches, wife and niggas, you know, that was an you know, okay line, and then, you know, him using those Meek Mill memes at his show, so, I mean, with Meek Mill, I mean, he came up, you know, on that battling circuit and shit like that, but he really needs to study that art of war, you know, study the, you know, the past of hip-hop battles and shit like that, and he really needs to come with it. Cause that could have been a moment that, you know, that street hop could have came back, came to the forefront. But hey, I mean, like I said, Kanye West, he kind of opened that door for, you know, regular niggas to come in, to come in and, you know, do their thing. Cause not everybody was out here, you know, running the streets, you know, holding a hot gun and uh, pushing crack and uh, selling weed. So, you know, that's all I got to say, though, about, you know, holding that L. That's just circling all the way back you know to them internet gangsters and what hove had to say you know giving advice to meek mills and for you internet gangsters i mean you know you ain't about that life in real life so you know just stop you know social media is meant for it's meant for entertainment but not at the expense of other people you know so i know some people gonna be like shut the fuck up and all this other stuff to me and listening but still you know if you if you ain't gonna do it in real life why you gonna do it online because i mean there's been plenty of stories of folks you know catching a beat down because of what they said online so anyway internet gangsters hold this hell all right so last little section i know this uh, show was kind of short but you know what it is is health over wealth all right because without your health you can't enjoy your wealth all right so this uh quote comes from uh tim uh Naki or noki um it's it's one that I always try to live by and always you know kind of keep in the back of my mind when i'm out here grinding is hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard so i mean just really keep that in mind if you're out here grinding you know you can have all the talent in the world but you ain't working to perfect that talent you know or you know just working towards a goal ain't nothing gonna happen so just keep that in mind if you need some examples i mean just look at failed athletes i mean you just go and look at failed number one picks and drafts you know from the nfl nba nhl mlb you know a bunch of talented guys but you know they failed to work hard so just keep that in mind and also you know if you don't know what you want to do 
right now i'm gonna tell you what the wave is the wave right now is being a motivational speaker or a life coach is is one of them things where you know if somebody don't know how to do it you know if they can't do it they gonna teach teach about it you know what i'm saying and you got everybody and their mama out here trying to be a life coach trying to be you know a um a motivational speaker or something like that and that's the wave right now so if you guys can get a certificate you know spend you know three four hundred dollars get a certificate and learn some techniques on how to you know be a motivational speaker or life coach go ahead and do that because it's paying very well there's top execs and ceos out here you know who want somebody to you know send them that email or that text message or that voice message telling them to get their ass up and uh continue to strive for their goal so i mean you can get paid well for so i mean you don't know what you want to do right now that's the wave right now so just keep that in mind before it becomes so oversaturated i know i said everybody and their mom is in that wave right now but like i said hard work beats talent and talent don't work hard all right so that's all i got for y'all today much love much respect and i'll peep y'all next week i'm uh heading to a wedding this weekend i went to one last weekend and then i got another one on the following weekend so i don't know what what guy trying to tell me maybe guy trying to tell me to go ahead and quit bs and then, uh, go ahead and pop that question uh, so he's giving me all kind of signs it is what it is and like i said to my lady before the fourth quarter is going to be a good quarter for us all right so make sure y'all planning out y'all goals make sure y'all taking each step every day to follow your dreams and uh just keep doing your thing and just uh stay posted keep giving me feedback good or bad uh please don't troll like i said internet gangsters holding these l's um but keep thriving people one
crazy wall to walk on marble floors with platinum on my wall. Nah, gaze upon the city as I conversate with God. Ever since a young it was running around the block. block. Had dreams of fantasies of making it to the top. And I barely graduated the school of hard knocks. Now it's magna cum laude, private jets and Bugatti. Hundred foot yachts, we balling out in the islands. All black got stock now taking off like a rotate. Supreme dominance, respect the conglomerate. The motto, get before dishonor here. It's real. See? Potential is infinite, yeah. boundaries non-existent, and horizons just the point of view. Ain't no limit to what we do, man. Chin up, soldier, the outcome will be decided by you. Make goes money, power, respect is all I need. All I wanna make it in this life, I gotta practice. G-G-R-E-E-D, I said it's G-G-R-E-E-D. Respect is all I need Cause I'm your American dreams are more more than I need G-G-R-E-E-D I said it's G-G-R-E-E-D There's money, power, respect All these cowards with great Not making a move and taking charge of their life Not I What you're witnessing is the rise of an enterprise It's three the hallway A double like it rhyme Tired of going to the market This is untapped soil Ain't too many rappers scorching cause I flow beyond war Hell yeah, grind a little harder but that shit gon' stop Stops right This here. is the execution of the whack rapper prop This is power at its finest, yeah. wipe out the competition Ain't nobody here, where they at? Fuck you, next mission, intimidation and fear Go hand in hand with respect yeah, If there's something on your mind, then you say it with your chest It goes money, power, power, respect is all I need Before I wanna make it in this life, I gotta Dreams are more and more than I knew that I 